Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together.
Everybody, you are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Uh-huh. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, he do. Steve Harvey got a radio show, but like I said the other day, you got something too, though, don't you? God done done something wonderful for you. You just gotta thank him for it. You know, uh, in the midst of all this going on in my life and in your life, you know, I always use myself as an example because um, well, I mean. That way, I guarantee 100% I know what I'm talking about. Um, Here's the situation. You know, with everything that's going on in my life and all the things I'm asking God for, in in the midst of uh, taxing and a very trying situation that's very challenging for me right now, man, God just keeps on, keeps on surprising me. He keeps doing things. And I want you to look at your life. Oh, for a second. Let's make two columns here. Let's make a, a column of all the things you want from God. You know, just do that throughout the course of the day. You know, you know, run down a list of all the things you're asking God for, all the things you're praying for, the things you aspire to, what you, your dreams, your visions, whatever it is. Just make a column, a list of all those things. Let's make three lists. And then the second list I want you to make a list of everything that you've been asking God for. So I guess that could be a little bit of the same. But this third list, I want you to do a checkoff point. I want you to do a, make a list of everything that God has given you that you've asked him for. Just think about it like that for a second. I may be explaining a little wrong right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it together for you. Make a list of everything you're asking God for. Just just list it. You know, it's okay. It's a dream board. You can call it that. I got one. It's a vision board. You know, every, everybody's got something you hope for. Make a list. Now, I want you to make a, another list of everything you've asked God for that he's given you already. See, this is a good list because sometimes, and what I've been guilty of, and maybe you too, in, in my request list on my dream board, I keep focusing so hard sometimes on the what I'm yet to receive. I keep focusing so hard on the what I hope he gives me. I keep focusing so hard on the things that are yet not fulfilled in my life that sometimes as he starts checking off my wish list, the things I've asked for in the past that have come to pass that he's given me, I sometimes, in praying for what I want, forget to thank him for what he's done for me. And I'm currently in the middle of that situation. And this morning when I woke up, I really, man, I just got on my knees this morning and I quit tripping for a second. I said, man, hey, God, you know what? I really do need all them things I'm asking for. And I really am believing that you're going to give it to me. But in the meantime, though, man, have I overlooked some important details here. I had to really look at what he's done for me. I mean, look, man, take yourself out of it personally and and look. Well, you can leave yourself in it however you want to be. Some people can't do that. So just leave yourself in it then. But, man, I started looking at the I part of me. 
And I started looking around at the, what's happening overall. Like, man, he has kept my family together. In, in spite of the attempts to tear it apart, I look at all of that. I look at how he's blessing my children with the desires of their heart, which I pray for my kids. You know, I want my kids to have a better life than I've had. I really, really do. I don't want them to take as long as it took me to get it together. I really, really don't. I'm trying to say, hey, man, if you go to college, this is what you can be. Don't do like your father did. Don't go three years, drop out, throw yourself into a spiral, and then got to start scratch all over again. You know, and, and for the most part, so far, you know, they're doing quite well of it. You know, you know they're getting kicked around a little bit, but that's life. I started thinking of the blessings that he's helped me overcome with some of the previous mistakes I've made in relationships in my life. And then I started looking about the, the things he's blessed me with that I've been asking him for. But since I've moved on from it, I, I forgot to keep thanking him because I got to always thank God for a roof over my head. Because guess what? When I was asking for the roof and I didn't really have it, then he gave me one. Now, since he gave it to me, what, I'm just cool now? I can't ever go back to him and go, hey, man, I really do appreciate this roof over my head. Because there was a time when I was living in a car. But see, so every morning I wake up, I got to remember the fact that I have a home now. Because I got to look back and go, man, that was time, Steve, when you didn't have no home. But see, we forget what God has done for us because in our column, the want column, the need column, we oftentimes forget for the columns and the check marks that he's already fulfilled in our life. You've got to take inventory every now and then, daily if possible. But I know we humans, we're not going to do that. I don't. But you've got to take inventory of your life to say, hey. What has God done for me? Because, man, you're overlooking as he's doing these wonderful things for you because there's so much on the yet to be fulfilled. I don't have part of your life. You forget that. And, man, how crazy is that? That of all God has done for me, that I keep wanting so many more things, needing so many more things, hoping so many things come to pass and get fulfilled. I forget to check off the list and take inventory. Today, take inventory of your life. You will find out that God is watching you, that he is really, really watching over you in spite of yourself, in spite of your shortcomings, because we all got them. Please know I do. You know, and remember something else, too. Change is good, but change is challenging. Accept the challenge that it is. Look. A lot of you come up to me all the time and say, Steve, man, thank you, man. Boy, you in the morning, man, I really be needing that. Well, like I said it a hundred times, but I'm going to say it again. Y'all, I be needing it too. You know, you understand? Sometimes what, what, what God is dealing with me is, is, is for me. But now I'm in a sharing position where I can open up. And if I just, if I just quit being so about me and become a little bit more transparent, I can, maybe some of me that's happening to me is happening to you, and you can see some of this in me. That's why I use myself as an example, because, man, I'm catching it too. Y'all, I ain't perfect either. So for those of you that come up to me and say that, I want you to understand, these these talks in the morning, man, this is important for me, because, man, I need these conversations from God. I need God to continue to strengthen me, to show me the way, to help me understand what's happening to me. 
And see, as we've all, those of you who have made the decision to change, to become a better person, a better woman, a better boy, a better girl, a better man, for those of you who have made the decision to change, change is a challenge. And accept the challenge because it's going to come. Because right out of that, here come the haters. Here they come. People you don't even know. Discussing your life and your change. If God see you really, really mean what you say, in spite of what they say about you, God will raise you above the fray. He'll keep promoting you. He'll keep blessing you. He'll keep moving you up. He will use you as a show-off point. He'll show you off, man. He'll make you re- he'll make you look good to people, man, who wish you'd fall all day long. And so to all your haters, all your haters will end up just watching you rise, man. They will watch you continue to grow. That's what God will do for you, man. You can fool the world, but you can't fool God. God know your heart. He know your every thought, man. So change is good, but change is a challenge. Accept the challenge. Expect the haters. Expect the unnecessary. But God will strengthen you and get you through it all, man. Y'all doing swell this morning, man. Don't let nobody make you think you are. Keep talking to God, all right? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, uh, I normally I would say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, but not today. Ladies, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Fellas, we own. Boys and girls, go to your room. <laughs> this boss to get ignorant today. It's about to be one of them. Oh, really, Steve? One yeah. of them days. Are you gonna embarrass me, Steve? You know what, Shirley? I think I am today. Today is gonna be the day that I dedicate almost everything I say to embarrassing Shirley. <laughs> we gonna do uh, ask the CEO today. Okay. And uh, we'll also ask uh, motivational questions from the crew. That's the only time I try to be serious. Okay. But other than that, though, let it rain. (laughs) I'm going to be embarrassing today as much as Tommy is stupid. I ain't mad at you. That's a high level. That's overwhelming. I'm talking about the ump degree. I may quit today. (laughs) Man, it might be an overload. It's going to be that deep? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if we can take all yeah. that. In the emergency room, they call it cold red. Cold red. Let's go then. Let's go. Cold red. Cracking. Uh, I will be answering any questions today. Any questions at all. Okay. We are going to have, you can ask me a serious question. You can ask me an opinion, opinionated question. All, all things are open and fair game today. All right. Stupid too. Cool. Let's go. Tommy, all your questions is mostly stupid. Okay, okay, and I and I I embrace that. That's the problem. All right, y'all want to start or y'all scared? What's happening? Oh, we're we jumping it off off the top. I, we, okay, I was cool. thinking. Let me see. Yeah, I didn't Anytime. know we were doing it right here. Yeah. So, well, you know, you you know, ain't no time like right now. Ain't no time like the present. Let's okay. see. Ain't no time. Okay, Unc. When I start off, the Unc, is, yeah. is Tommy for show ugly? Then they just start oh, like for oh. damn show. <laughs> How we do that? Unequivocal. That ain't the I'm gate. Out the gate. Really, it really ain't even. I don't know why he fighting it, cause he ugly for real. We've been talking about that. this all week, though. No, Y'all but it's cool. I mean, and I'm not going to be ugly all week. Oh, Tommy, you're not ugly. Thank you. You're not. That's Funny. Shirley talking. She always trying to take a <laughs> self-righteous right. I Shirley don't, like... don't think you're short either. 
Well, well, that's a little far. Yeah. Well, now, Steve, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I can speak right. for myself here. Well, he ain't got to be ugly, Shirley. Funny looking is still at the same spot. <laughs> okay, Falco, we'll go with funny looking. <laughs> Strange. Strange. Okay, strange. Tommy, let's take ugly but, off the table. But what you, does it you, matter? He's married. He's happily married You strange married looking. But that ain't got nothing to do with it. A lot of strange looking people married. <laughs> well, he had to find someone to marry him. His wife. That is what he need to be grateful for. <laughs> uh -huh. Right there. That is why he need to be grateful. I need to be praising him for that. No. Especially that girl you wouldn't got. I don't know what she was thinking. Surely she could have done better. Steve, uh, that's I know that's right. You really crushing me, man. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Steve, I told you about crushing people. Uh -uh. What I tell y'all is going to be today, Shirley. Come on, up. I Did I tell you I was going to embarrass you today? Yeah, yeah, and you're doing it. Well, let's it. get started. Uh, out the gate, yeah. And we'll okay. be back with Mo, too. <laughs> Is he uglier than me? Who? Tell me, Steve, tell me that when we come back. I, I am. Boss. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you. Come on, here, I'm going to ask me. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This show has gotten already off to a crazy start. Steve yeah. has promised to uh, just be ignorant and today. To a higher, higher, higher level. Yeah, than I'm most. just today is I'm just gonna do this today. Forget all them shows I got. So what was your question before we left, Tommy? What you mean? I asked was shows? I, no, I asked, are you uglier than me? Well, no. I think we tied. Oh, hell to the no. <laughs> okay, no, then no, cool. No, Let's go no, this. No. Okay, cool. Then Tommy, I'll take this. I'm uglier than you. Thank you. I'll accept that. And I'm but a now, let me show you how I've overcompensated for my looks. We know. You don't have to say that. We know. <laughs> so we now, you're rich. let's just go down the list of questions. Let's just ask the ladies. Okay. If I'm uglier than Tommy, which I am, uh, okay. if you had to live with one of us. You. you. You're rich. Okay. What? How is this a question? Ta-da. <laughs> okay, asking. so you take his wallet away. He real ugly. Well, if you take your wallet away. <laughs> you ain't got it. Since, since, since we snatching wallets. <laughs> you ain't got a snowball chance in. What do you think would happen okay. to you? If we both broke, ladies, if we both broke. Then why are we talking? I know. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't fooling with now one of them. No. Oh, no. Man, y'all something else. No. See, Tommy, if we both broke, then we going to go to both of us are unattractive. Then they got to go to who would breed better? Babies? Yeah. Well, you're taller, and, Steve. Oh, there so, you go, damn, yeah. bam. Like this I told you. Now, this feel like slavery now. I'm saying. Now, you can, oh, oh man, shut up, Y'all looking Sydney. for a big buck. That's what y'all look <laughs> <laughs> This feels like racism. Against our <laughs> own Against race? Against the short people. <laughs> a short term. I'm going to put it that way. Next question. You I don't have no. I just CEO are asking me what y'all want. Oh, uh, CEO. Oh, CEO question. I got a question. Okay, CEO. Okay. All right, it's coming up All Star Weekend, right, y'all? Uh, uh -huh. uh -huh. Okay, we, we here in LA. What right. you got laid out for your staff? We yeah, going nothing. Get... See, right there. <laughs> I think that the NBA has laid out enough stuff. <laughs> Slam dunk contest. Yeah. NBA experience. The actual all-star game and parties. You, Pick whatever one you want to go to, enjoy yourself, have your ass at work. You wouldn't what? have a party for your staff at your house and lay it Why out for us? Why would I have a party <laughs> at my house for my staff? Uh-huh. 
when y'all all got houses, you're damn sick. <laughs> But we well, it's come us coming party. together. Yeah. It's called fellowshipping a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, morale boosting, things like that. I so. just took Junior to Vegas. But you didn't that take had a great okay. time. Okay. Thank you, sir. You took Junior to Vegas. How about That's this? That's because y'all's husbands wouldn't let y'all go. <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up, Steve. You always and, do stuff for the guys on the show. What about know. Carla and I? I don't like never it. Do yeah. Dudes on no show you just took Junior to Vegas. You just took Junior to Vegas. for Valentine's Day. You Valentine's Day for it was my for wife. Super Bowl. No, it was, yeah, it was for Super Bowl. And then you got the All-Star Weekend coming up, and then Valentine's Day. Valentine's Don't you think Day you should do is nice? for Marjorie. Y'all not getting a damn thing. <laughs> you don't love us. Right now. Not, not you could like send them some flowers, though, yeah. Steve. Yeah, you, know. you, you can do yeah. Friendship it's flowers, just you know? It's your appreciation. To your Tommy, friends, sure Marjorie would agree. sent the girls anything. On Valentine's, because I'm always get, I'm always feeding them. That's that's the difference. I feed them. Oh, so where are we going to eat? Yeah, what we gotta eat, day? Steve. So yeah. he takes that's care of that. Do. That's your thing. I treat y'all to Valentine's dinner if y'all all go out together. I pay for it. What do you How's mean? That? The whole oh, staff? If the show. If the show. If yeah, all of us. Okay. Uh, are you coming with us? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh, you don't know. Valentine's Day is for my wife. Man, I ain't got okay, no time okay. for you, Tommy. Well, let's, oh, God. He's just, so... Uh, this is... Uh, well, it's been from day one. Since the moment I come out, my mama, he been like this with me. Steve, Tommy, the older you get, the crankier you get. <laughs> Tommy, listen to me. You have a wife. Dedicate that day to your wife. Uh, no, I'm going to do that. got a husband, and Carla got a husband. We know that. They know it's got to get busy for them on their Valentine's Day. Okay, oh, right. they can do that. Thunder? Okay, but listen, Valentine's falls on a on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So let's just say on the 12th. Let's say we all go out on the yeah. 12th, on Monday, you know? I work on Monday. <laughs> but <laughs> when do you get off? Do you not I, like Wednesday us? is the only day that I'm <laughs> off television. The That's only Valentine's day. day. Yeah. Wednesday. And that happens to be Valentine's Day. And I'm going to be so up in my girl face. Oh, ooh, you scared me right there. That Shut threw up. you? Shut up, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> that too, all that. All that's happening. Well, let's plan a big spring party, yeah. something where we can all hang out and, no, and go somewhere, no, winter getaway. No. Here's what I'm going to do. Like I live, I'll be dead. Because <laughs> you don't ever like to hang out with us. You don't really care about yeah. it. Yeah. We you don't really care about us. <laughs> I can't say nothing. Right, can Junior. I explain something to you? It's always Junior, Junior, Junior. I am, did I not take y'all to Paris last year? Oh, he yes, did. you did. I didn't go on that. I will be yeah, taking Junior. y'all to Paris again this year. <laughs> so now, what is all this one barbecue <laughs> and all this poor-ass <laughs> mess? <laughs> they doing a whole happy oh, dance up in here. Look at the happy dance. Because, and listen to me, man, and my wife, my wife okays this, too. My wife says, Steve, them your girls, they been with you, they support you, they, That's they, right, you know, they work Thank around you, your schedule. Uh-huh. It's nice that we do something for, the, for them girls. We work around your schedule, too? No, we work around your schedule. Oh. Your ass the one be in plays <laughs> and then catching flights at 10.30. Which can you write? No, we works around your schedule. Oh. My schedule been set. The girls pretty much know, and they offer suggestions. But every time we offer a suggestion to you, we can't do it 
Cause you done booked a flight on expedition.com <laughs> and you can't get your damn money back. <laughs> Ten seconds. All right, listen. Uh, coming See up. See y'all in Paris. Coming yeah, up, yeah, we, thank we... you, Steve. <laughs> coming up next, uh, nephew Tommy's gonna run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national news. But right now, it is time for the nephew to, you know what he does, run that prank back. Black History Month. Wow. February. I don't know why he thinks that's cool. If you get through. If you make it through January and February, you can march on through to April and May. (laughs) That's my grandmama quote. I write that down. That's Black History, too. Black History Month. Here's a prank. Run it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach James. James, please. Speaking. Hey, James, how you doing? This is um, Chad. I'm calling from the uh, from the job. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. How are you? Um, I'm very good, very good. Giving you a call. I'm actually the uh, the regional manager over the over your department. Okay. Uh, everything's all right, huh? Because today's Sunday. I just want to make sure I, I'm still coming to work tomorrow. Oh, you're definitely, definitely. Nothing like that. You're definitely coming to work. Now, who's your manager over at your office? Is it Brent? Brent. Right. Okay. Well, here's what we're doing, man. We're calling everybody in the company, first of all, today. But more importantly, we're definitely making contact with every African-American in the company. And I'm letting you know that we're paying homage and much respect to uh, Black History Month. Outstanding. That, that's something that we want to definitely let you guys know that's important to us. I think that is outstanding. How can I help? Well, listen, we've got some things that that we want to do for tomorrow, and that's the reason why you're getting a call today. Are you up for helping us, you know, really, really push Black History Month within the company? Chad, I'm a team player. Whatever it takes, let's get it done. Okay, good deal. Good deal. I'll tell you what, here's what we're going to do. We've got a lot of people that we've given a call to, and everybody's going to play different roles tomorrow uh, at the office. So we wanted to give you a call. Do you mind... If you're if you're really the team player that we think you are, and I think you uh, you you've already made mention that you you don't mind doing what it takes. I don't. You're on the right track. Okay, good deal. Here's what we're asking, man. We want we would like for you tomorrow to actually, if you could find these type of articles tonight, but if you could wear a a burlap shirt, some cut off pants, and no shoes tomorrow, that would really really help whoa, us out whoa, on the whoa. theme that we're trying to get going for tomorrow. Whoa, 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 Chad. I, I think I heard you, but I'm not sure. Can can you please repeat that one more time, please? We want you to wear a, a burlap shirt, some cut-off pants, and, and just don't wear any shoes at all. That's the, that's the attire that we would like for you to come into the office with tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and we, we, we're going to give it a okay. go, man. Everyone's excited about it, and we would like for you to come in tomorrow uh, like I said, we're, we're going to... Chad, Chad, let me, let, me, let, me, let me give you... I mean, since we're going to celebrate black history, let me give you one fact. The year 1619 was the first African-American slave arrived in Virginia. Today is Sunday, 20... You think I do some like that? Are you I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't exactly hear what you said at the beginning. What did, what did you say? Slavery's uh, been over with... Ain't no way in hell I'm finna come into an office... I mean, you want to lose your mind? What is wrong with you? Why you ask me to put on a baseball suit to come in as Jackie Robbins? Why you ask me to put on a two-piece suit and come in as Eric Holder? What the hell is wrong with y'all? Well, what we want to do here, and I don't want you to get upset about this, James. What we want to do is Look we, at we, what like, you asking me to do, to be a slave? Well, well, you know what I will do? But you, I, mean, I will come I, up there, I will come up there and, and uh, pretend to be you and Newton on your 
That's what I will do and show you some real black power panther movement on your Would you like that? Sir, sir, what we want, we, listen, we're not here to create problems. What we want to do is we want to, we want to pay homage. You go home, you with a problem on the Sunday to dress as a slave. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Oh, okay, okay, sir, if we're going to pay homage to black history, don't you think that all of that is a part of black history? Highlight the positive, man. Highlight the positive. You're paying me today to work for you. This ain't no slave-free labor. Exactly. Do you understand that? No, I don't. I, I completely understand it. But what if we don't have where where it started from? How, how, you know, we have to have we have to have all every single uh, area of Black history, don't you think? We have to have the beginning, the middle, and the ending. Okay, well, if you want to highlight something, let me be Frederick Douglass. Let me slick my hat back. But see, the problem you got with him was his father was a white man. See, y'all like looking at our women, but y'all don't like uplifting the black man. So how about I do that? Let me be Frederick Douglass. Let's highlight that part. How about you, Chad? You like black women? Uh, 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 uh. uh, uh, uh I'm here. Answer the question. I, I like all. I like all people, sir. I, I, what I'm trying to do is get hey, a, a great, great environment within the company, and everyone yeah, wants. This is not a great environment. Now, the majority of the of the Caucasian people are going to be masters tomorrow. Okay. What the f did you say, masters? Did you even say masters? Yes, most of them are going to be masters tomorrow. I'll be in there with my attorney to master an EOC lawsuit on your. F How about that? Sir, do you have a problem with us trying to uh, trying to uplift the black community? Do you have a problem with that? Man, f you. You ain't uplifting the f thing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm coming in tomorrow as Barack Obama. But see, you don't like that, do you? Yeah, you running around here want to get somebody to come in to be a slave. You be a master. Master this. Master me coming in as a black man like I've been coming in to work and like I'm going to forever come in to work. We're a major pharma company, and you calling me on a Sunday with some like this? Are you out your mind? Sir, sir, what we're trying to do is uplift the black community. That's what we're trying to do. Thing, talking about slavery. Uplift my and kiss my black That's what you do. Sir, I'm trying to, what we're trying to do is pay homage to black history, and here you are being negative about the entire, entire situation of what we're trying to do. Being negative? You right? I'm being like, man, you, I'm coming in as Barack Obama tomorrow, like I said, and I'm going to have my shoes on my feet. Can you uplift that? Sir, there's, there, uh, there's one more thing I need to say to you, okay? There's one more one thing. More I hell. One more my I'm sorry? You just said all you had to say. What's your name again? Chad, sir. Chad Billingsley. What the hell you got to say, Chad? I, I, all I wanted to say to you is this, sir. Is I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you just got pranked by your co-worker, Kevin. Man, I knew this had to be some kind of joke. Y'all playing on a Sunday? Man, I'm going to kick tomorrow. I was worried about my job. I was getting ready to come there tomorrow and whoop some Every white boy I thought looked like a mouse. And don't let me see a brother dressed like a slave. I was going to whoop him too. Oh, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio station in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Y'all feeling the history on this? No. <laughs> Huh? No. You were gonna ask you us that. You don't no. feel a little history. Uh -uh. You think it's cool to prank Not people about our history, culture? History, history. You don't feel a little history? No. Huh? Our heritage. No. Huh? No. Are you crazy? What? <laughs>
Now, how are we going to go through history if we're going to talk about the auction? Oh, God, stop saying that. Get him. What, what, what y'all want to Uncle Steve. Y'all just want to talk about Booker T? Get your nephew. W.E.B.? <laughs> Who, what, I mean, y'all don't want to talk. Come on, for real. Where's your CD? Please. Oh, I, oh okay. Uh -huh. Well, we're going right to make there. history with that then. Won't it do it? Yes. It's in Walmart right now. Get it. I'm pranking church folks, y'all. It is in Walmart. Won't it do it? it Go to your close Walmart and get yourself a copy and listen to the nephew act a doggone fool. That's what you need in your car when you're rolling, when you're sitting in traffic. You need a little won't he do it in your life. Yay, yay. I mean, I've asked you this before, but why church people? Why? There's so many other people Because he want to go to hell. Them the people that will <laughs> cuss you out, Shirley. Simple as that. You ain't never seen an argument in church parking lot? They go there. Yeah, that's what Sister Odell was born. Okay. Yeah. That's what yeah. <laughs> you ain't never seen an usher lady lose it at the door? Sister Odell is a whole nother level. Yeah. She's on today. <laughs> yes, she is. I don't know. I don't know. We got to talk to her. Now, that's who you prank, Sister Odell. Ooh. All right. Oh. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Eagles fans are up early this morning because you know what time it is. They're getting ready for today's victory parade for yeah. the team yeah. at 11 a.m. this morning. The parade will take place at Broad and Patterson near the stadium complex. Then it's going to head down Broad Street right before moving to the Benjamin Franklin Parkway and ending up at the Art Museum. All right. Also, yeah. yeah. Are, the, are the Crisco police, are they out? The are they putting the, put the, the oil on the pole? Uh -huh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but it didn't stop them. It did. Some people was dehydrated. Yeah, <laughs> they absorbed all that oil. <laughs> Got right on up there. <laughs> also, uh, check this out. An, an Eagles fan took the ultimate plunge after his team won the Super Bowl, getting a tattoo on his left calf of quarterback Nick Foles holding the Lombardi Trophy Ooh, already, okay? I don't love nobody like that. No, uh-uh. Mm -mm. Nothing. Mm -mm. <laughs> uh, nothing but Jesus. Okay, uh, Teddy Moon's uh, school teacher in New Jersey already had more than 30 tattoos on his body, but luckily there was some real estate on his leg right on his calf where he put it as a lifelong Eagles fan. Teddy said he couldn't resist celebrating the big victory with some new ink. Wow. <laughs> That's a wow. lot right there. Steve. That's dedication. What? Would you do that, Steve, if the Cleveland Browns, Browns won? Would you do what? Do a tattoo. <laughs> get a tattoo. Tattoo Cleveland yeah. somewhere on your body. Cleveland Browns. Hell no. What am I going to do that for? Well, you've been wanting them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. If they win the Super Bowl, would you? I wanted the Cavaliers win the World Championship. They win. They won one. Now I put the flag on. Now look at them this year. <laughs> No, we're not finna do that. But no. this guy's a school teacher. He's into ink. He just, you know, he's been a lifelong Eagles fan, so he decided to do it. Just put the Nick Knowles, a, a tattoo of Nick Knowles. Uh, uh, Foles, I'm Nick sorry. Knowles. I know. I'm thinking yeah, of Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. <laughs> he put Nick Foles right? on him? Yeah. Holding, holding, man? holding the Lombardi yes. trophy. Yes. yes. Man, you got to be kidding me. No, no. So you mean to tell me, as much as you talk about Cleveland, Cleveland Brown and the quarterback situation, I, if they had a winning quarterback and they won the big Lombardi trophy, yeah, I don't you believe would you, get a tattoo. I think I you would. I promise you the hell. What the hell? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Nobody's going to see it. the hell would I do that for? Because <laughs> you're, you're happy fan. and you're a fan and they finally won. Okay, let me ask y'all this question. Okay. If you had to get a tattoo, mm -hmm. it was absolutely, you have to select a tattoo and get it. What would you get and where would it be? That's a great question. Ooh. Okay. <sighs> I'd have to get it where no one would see it. The smaller, the smaller it. your back back there? 
The tramp stamp, the they call the it. Stamp? Yeah, no. no. I would get it inside my wrist. Yeah. And I, I would just get my mom's name uh-huh. inside my wrist. What about okay. you guys? I might get, yeah, that's a good one, your mom's name. Yeah, mm-hmm. since my mom has gone on. Yeah. I might get it, like, on the inside of my arm right yeah. here. Yeah. I, I don't want, I, I'm just not into tattoos, so I wouldn't want anyone to see it. I get my mom a name, too, just on my heart. But I, I just did. I, I can't see no reason getting tattoos. Yeah, it hurts. That's I would get up. Well, self-expression. Like and, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, people do, do it. it. I'm fine with it. You but... already got one tattoo. What else would you get? I would get uh, some 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 boxer draws that just look like I got <laughs> some tattoo draws on. You know what I'm saying? That way, if I go to the new okay, beach, man. I look dressed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't finna be sitting on no bench Great. rolling over. Come well, see your tattoo now, on, Tommy. I, I want to hear your answer, see. too. What's wrong? I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, you can do what Tommy's saying when you're small. You can tattoo draws <laughs> on and walk down the street, and ain't nobody going to say nothing. <laughs> he can really show his tattoo right now. Okay. Okay. You got a long sleeve shirt on. We're going to be all day. Okay, where I'll would you forgetting. get yours, Steve? Hurry. I don't know. I would, I would probably. That sounds good, my mama's name, but. Mm-hmm. All right, well, if this, I had to get one, I'll food. come back and tell you. Yeah, well, I have yeah, to think yeah. That out. I got to take with this food. Please introduce Miss Ann. She's here with the latest. <laughs> What's Your going president. on in the White House? Ladies and gentlemen, without a doubt, the voice of authority of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, Steve. Good morning, everybody out there. This is Andrew with the news. A bipartisan deal was reached in the U.S. Senate yesterday on a new federal spending bill. And Republican leader Mitch McConnell, who you may remember, said no to practically everything that President Obama wanted to do. McConnell made the announcement. No one would suggest it is perfect, but we worked hard to find common ground and stay focused on serving the American people. Yeah, it's a two-year deal that includes more money for both domestic as well as military spending, 10 years of funding for the Children's Health Insurance Program. However, it does not contain any mention of DACA. So the Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi went on the floor of the Congress to express her opposition that nothing was mentioned about the Dreamers. As members of Congress, we have a moral responsibility to act now to protect Dreamers who are the pride of our nation and are American in every way but on paper. There's nothing partisan or political about protecting dreamers. If a DREAM Act were brought to the floor, it would pass immediately with strong bipartisan support. Why are we here if not to protect the patriotic young people who are determined to contribute and to strengthen America? So I'm going to go on as long as my leadership minute allows. And go on and go on she did. She spoke for more than eight hours straight to try and force a vote on immigration. The Senate and House now have to work out some sort of joint bill by midnight to send to the president for his signature. A top White House aide is stepping down over allegations involving domestic abuse. White House Staff Secretary Rob Porter's two former wives say they were both abused physically, verbally, and emotionally by this guy. His first spouse told Intercept that Porter choked and punched her during their five-year marriage. There's a picture of her with a black eye. Porter calls the allegations outrageous, but he's leaving the Trump White House anyway. Authorities say the number of sexual assaults reported at West Point practically doubled during the last school year. Officials say there were 50 reported cases in that school year that ended last summer compared with 26 the year before at West Point. And that's the fourth year in a row the sexual assault reports rose at the U.S. Military Academy. Meanwhile, uh, both the Naval and Air Force Academies registered only modest increases in reported cases of sexual assault. Finally, today is Fat Thursday and Laugh and Get Rich Day. Everybody on this show is laughing and getting rich with me. Eugene the Butterfly coming up at 20 minutes after the hour. Love him. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, you still have to tell us where your tattoo would be and the butterfly is here. Uh, so you got to introduce At this point her. in my life, mm-hmm. I, I probably put Marjorie's name on me. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. sweet. Uh-huh. I put Marjorie on. I'd put it where? You got guns. Put on your, one of them guns. No, you tried that. Yours don't look right. Oh, oh he just but, showed it and flexed on it. On the phone. You should have seen him in it flex. That's, that's why just, I said it. Oh, he just, just just showed the tattoo. It's the tattoo Steve, look that bad? I mean, it's on Steve Harvey FM on the gram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tattoo. Well, you're, a, you're a theater really? major, so that's the... Um, yeah, I didn't. I that, I can't do that. That that man. Comedy and tragedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what would you? Where would you put your your, your wife's name? Oh. Over your heart. On one of your lips. <laughs> you ought to do it on one of your lips. Wow. Speaking of lips, Steve. Damn. Our social media director oh, Dawn. She has a tattoo inside of her lip. Let me take a picture. What does of that you. say? We'll put it on the gram. Life. L I F E. It, and it's on what inside of him? Hurt. Did that hurt? Why do I just why I just don't speak it? Yeah, yeah. Just speak it. Yeah. <laughs> why we got a tattoo? Why I got the tattoo? Inside of her lip, though. I'll give you that. It's clever. You okay. could get your lip done, though, Uncle. Out of part of your lip. I mean, you got a lot of room. You could actually put Steve and Marjorie on your lip. You could put yeah. Steve, Marjorie, Winton. You can get your whole family on just your bottom lip. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm with this right here. You can actually get a no Bible scripture lip. on your top lip. He got a lot to work You with. got lips to work with. Don't you put it nowhere else but your lips. Yeah. Yes. You know what I ain't got room for on my lips? Don't tell What's me. that? Don't my bank bad. account. <laughs> you he always, he yeah, always throw the wallet at you. No, 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 no. I don't always throw the wallet at you. You always bring it up. <laughs> I didn't I bring nothing up. I just beat you to it today. Okay, okay. I just beat you to it today because I'm tired of your ass. That's that was, fine. That was a good one. Well, can we time. bring a tattoo artist in here into the studio <laughs> and get the writing on these lips? Because we got some paragraph we wants to put on there. Can we do that? Can a brother have a lip to write on? <laughs> he can do that. <laughs> Did you bring up Eugene? Or you just wasted Eugene's time. Now, you know this. Uh, uh, he wasted yeah, Eugene's time. Is anybody hurt? Talk about lip poked out. Good morning. I, so here it is again. Ten seconds left for me to talk. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. So, um, we're sorry. I would love to get a butterfly shattered on Tommy's chest. I would love that. But what does Tommy say about that? Well, that does remain to be seen. Uh, we got to go. Thank you, Eugene. It See, was that's great. what I'm talking about. Uh, after uh-uh. the break at 34 after the hour, a Girl Scout tells ton- sells tons of cookies outside a pot dispensary. Wow. Because <laughs> people are hungry. I mean, because people are hungry. Somebody got the munchies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it's that time of year again, uh, Girl Scout cookie time. That's right. We talked about this yesterday, right? Yeah. Uh, Steve, what is your favorite flavor again? Of, uh, them are uh, them, uh, chocolate mint. Oh, the Thin Mints. Yeah, the yeah. Thin Mints yeah. are delicious. Yeah. Uh, well, check this out. A brilliant Girl Scout uh, set up shop right in front of a pot dispensary in San Diego over the weekend. 
and for her efforts, the nine-year-old girl sold more than 300 boxes in six hours. That was genius. <laughs> yeah. What? That's what you set up genius. at. Genius. That's how you do it. That's yes. what you set up. She scored roughly about $1,500. Uh, despite some critical comments, a spokesperson for Girl Scout San Diego has confirmed to, uh, to the girl uh, that she did not technically technically violate any official Girl Scout codes of conduct as she wasn't selling from a booth, but from her wagon on the sidewalk alongside her father. For the record, the rules vary by state on whether Scouts can take advantage of legal weed stores. Uh, Back in 2014, (laughs) yeah, Girl Scouts of Colorado made it clear that it's not allowed. What? If I was a Boy Scout? Uh-huh. I'd be an opportunist. I'd set up a lemonade stand right next to her. <laughs> you got to wash that cookie down with something. <laughs> Let's get this paper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, but as I was saying, back in 2014, Girl Scouts of Colorado made it clear that it's not allowed. But for Scouts in Oregon, totally okay. Uh, what do you think about this one, Steve? Uh, did you have fun uh, selling fundraiser items as a kid? Did you do any of that as a kid? I uh, you were a Boy Scout, right? Weren't you a Boy Scout? Hey, it's National Boy Scout today. Too. Oh, national. I was a club oh. scout. You were, Steve. You a, yeah, I, I remember him scout, saying yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all the yeah. way to we was we was we was damn near thirteen because we didn't have Boy Scout. Oh, we was okay. the biggest Cub Scout <laughs> at the baseball game. Those little bitty hats on your oh, head. Oh, if you got a picture of that in your <laughs> no, uniform. No, no. Now, that's something to post That would be right something here. to that's post That's uh-huh. cute, Steve. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fun. I was Cub Scout. You were, were a you? Cub Scout? Yeah. My Cub brother Scout. was, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't do good. My daddy was a den leader. We didn't do good at all. <laughs> Why you say that? <laughs> he didn't know Double how to leave? do none of the stuff in the book. <laughs> Man, we had to build them cars. Uh-huh. Our car didn't even roll. It was square <laughs> wheels. <laughs> we supposed to do the camping trip. Yeah. We slept yeah. in the truck. <laughs> we do none of the stuff we supposed to. Did you wear the little shorts? My dad had We had to start a fire. He used his cigarette lighter. Just like, <laughs> come on, we ain't got all day for this. All this scrubbing, rubbing these wood sticks together. Come on, just light it. Light it. You didn't learn anything. We didn't learn nothing. You wear the shorts, so you had the uniform and yeah, everything. Yeah, we wore the shorts. Oh, okay. If they weren't a kid, one of my friends like, your daddy don't know nothing. <laughs> you got into a fight. We didn't you? have no knot tying badge. Our little sashes was empty. Both, both, both. Tie your shoe. Ain't that a knot? That was it. Yeah. Took a piece of paper, lit it on fire, put it on there. Come on, we ain't got all day rubbing those sticks together. It's cold out here. Damn. What about you, Steve? Did you no, no. did you tie a knot? Did you do the fire? No, nah, man, we was good. We made the ashtrays. Oh, y'all we did the ashtrays. Baseball game. Okay. We uh, you know, we could build stuff. You know, we had go karts. We made our go karts. We knew how to do that. They ourselves. rolled, didn't they? Yeah, they rolled, because we had grocery cars. We go to the grocery store and steal a grocery the wheels. Ah. <laughs> then take the wheels off, and we put them through the wheels, and then yeah, we they get were some good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were good. Yeah, yeah, we made axles out of rebar. Well, we Junior, go down to a construction site and take rebar. Wow. Junior, surely you knew this. This was easy. Your your dad could have taught you. What was the motto? No, our daddy didn't have, our daddy wasn't involved in it. No, no oh. I'm talking about Junior, though. What, surely. Yeah, what's the little speech? Yeah, the, little the, saying the motto. Of, yeah, the motto. You knew that, I know. No, uh-uh. Two we words. Didn't, we didn't, we didn't even, we supposed to learn. I yeah. promise to I do promise my duty. To, uh-huh. Yeah. To do my best something. Be prepared. Two fingers. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Two fingers. Two fingers. I, I did the pledge yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Shirley, were you a Girl Scout? Uh-uh, I wasn't a Girl Scout. I was a Girl Scout. You too, princess. My... <laughs> you been... Girl I was always Scout. different. Yeah. Did you go to charm school? <laughs> anyway. No, really. 
Hell I took yeah. some, yeah, some classes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you Etiquette walk with classes. the book on your head for grace. Oh, and, of course, and, my and mom made me poise. do that. No. My mom made me do that. Really? Yeah. Wow. I tell you nothing. Yeah. Let's know we weren't gonna be a good, good den group either. Right. Good Cub Scout group. You're not supposed to be smoking in front of the kids. <laughs> your dad was smoking in front of the kids. You ain't supposed to be doing that. <laughs> now, it's it say here. Hold on. <laughs> Two flip. We knew he wasn't gonna be good. <laughs> Tommy has a prank <laughs> phone call coming up right after this. Where my Benson and Hedges meant that like 100 in the South. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's strawberry letter, the subject, my mom, this is a crazy letter right here. My mom may be a side piece. Everybody scared to ask me something. What's happening? Y'all done got scared on the show? What's happening? What? Y'all don't no. want to see no more ignorance? Y'all don't want nothing? No, we got you, Steve. We Everybody got the prank. want to see where we at. We got the prank phone call with the nephew coming up right oh, now. Oh, I see where old prank phone call. Yeah. Here, here yeah. we go. We scared. Okay. Thunderbolt. Huh? Thunderbolt. That's the prank? Yeah. Yeah, Thunderbolt. What's that about? Oh, you know, it's, we at the strip club for sure. Oh. Yeah. I know you're afraid of thunder. Stripper? Thunderbolt. Oh, scared of thunder, so. Say it, Carla. Say it. Say it. Thunderbolt. And, no. and lightning, too. And oh, blood. Yeah. And heights. <laughs> he's scared of everything. Here it is, Thunderbolt. Hello? Hey, man, let me. Uh, must be not, not here. Who's calling? Hey, this Thunderbolt from the club, man. Uh, What time she get in? Thunderbolt. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, this Thunderbolt, man. What time she get in? What you mean? What time she get in? Uh, she ain't in here now, but you know, I mean, I'll. What you need? Hey, uh, this, this, I'm trying this, to. This, you know, I'm day. following up on. Uh, I'm trying to actually get an address and stuff, man. She got me dancing this weekend on Saturday night, and uh, I want to see it, make sure I got the address and everything. Everything's still on. You know, I don't already gave she my got, slot up at the club. She got you dancing. Say what now? What you mean she got you dancing? She asked me to do some male dancing on Saturday night, so I, I went on and took off at the club. And uh, you know she don't already got my my girl ain't she ain't had to do no male dancing. My girl she, nah, my girl she goes she goes to school at at, at night on weekends. So you know, but nah, she ain't. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, who is this here? My name David. David, I'm a, a fiance. What? Yeah, that's my girl. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Squeaky finna get married? Squeaky? Who the f- squeaky? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, you you. My girl ain't. I'm David. Right. Okay. That that that. That's squeaky. Squeaky finna get How you mad? know my gal? You say you a dancer? I dance at man. I'm Thunderbolt. Yeah, but I'm, how do you know my gal? She come to the club on Saturday. She asked me about doing some dancing for this coming Saturday. So she already gave me half the money. She come to the club on, on Saturdays. No, nah, my gal, she, she goes to school on Saturdays, man. You know? No. Homeboy, listen. All right, first of all, I'm blown away by you trying to tell me Squeaky married. That that you got me really toe up with first that. First off, I don't know no no Squeaky. That's what we call her at the club, man. Hey man, look, I'm not finna get into all of that. What I'm really calling about is she got me working this weekend doing some dancing, and I'm trying to just make sure that we on for this weekend because I didn't get my spot up uh, at the club. You trying to tell me my girl hanging out at a <laughs> buck naked club with <laughs> dance? Man, Squeaky been coming up in there, man, for the last buck. Squeaky, she been there long enough to have a nickname. Dog, I've been knowing Squeaky four, five years. Squeaky been coming. Man, this this Thunderbolt, me and Squeaky go way back. Oh, no, man. Well, we're going to handle when she get in here. And you can, you know, handle yours, however you got to handle it, talk to whoever you got to to get your little money or whatever. Or no, 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 no. Hold on, man. I can't get my slot back, dog. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute, man. That, that's not hey, the stop. Are you, are you listening, man? 
I can't get my slot back at the club. Now, Squeaky got to give me the remaining balance, man, even if she ain't going to do it. I need my other the remaining balance. Me, Squeaky ain't finna give you remaining balance of nothing. Hey, man, I need the rest of my money. money that, that she gave you. What so you saying? Finna, you can just count that out. She ain't finna give you a thing. Hey, man, Thunderbolt going to get his money, man. I need my 150. Thunderbolt going to get his whooped. Well, then that's what you got to do. Then that's what you got to do, man. That's, I tell you what. that's for Thunderbolt. And ain't finna get no cash talking about calling me squeaky and all this whole I ain't, I ain't working for to give money away to some thunderbolt lightning or whatever. Hey, man, look, man, it's thunderbolt. It ain't lightning. It's thunderbolt. Lightning work on Wednesday night. This thunderbolt. I don't know who you done talked to already about that, but you need to holler at them and don't be calling here asking my gal to give you some money. I ain't giving you because she don't make nothing. I'm coming over there now and get my money from squeaky. I ain't, I ain't hearing this don't make nothing. Squeaky I make all the money around here, so I, you ain't finna get nothing from over here, partner, so you can wipe that out your mind. I'm coming over there to get my money from Squeaky today. You coming over here? I'm coming over there to get my money from Squeaky. So what, what, man, look, man, I ain't got time to play. I done lost here. my slot at the club. See what you get. See if you get some money. Get your laid out. Thunder coming over there to get the rest of his Thunder, money. you better not bring your over here, because you come over. Well, i tell you what. Bring your on over here, and I'm going to show you lightning. I ain't know you had got some money already from She riding here giving you money away. I'm struggling. I tell you what, you bring your over here if you want to and watch what go down. Hey, man, all I'm saying is I'm finna come over there and wait outside the house for Squeaky to get there to get the rest of my money. That's what I'm saying to you. You gonna come over and sit outside what? I'm finna come over there and wait outside for Squeaky to get there so I can get the rest hey, of my money. You gonna bring your over here and sit outside my house. That's what I'm finna do if that's what it takes for me to get my money from Squeaky. I tell you what, you bring your over here and sit outside my house. And when you get your here, you blow the horn. That's what you do. You blow the horn so I can come out there and meet you and let you know what's going down. I'm going to bust your And when she get here, she can see your laid out like a mother. Come on over here and get your money. I'm going to get my money. All right, Squeaky owe me $150 and I'm finna come get it. I don't give a what she owe you. About $150, that's my she giving you. You ought to be happy with that. You want to come over here talking about you want some more money? You know, somebody owe Thunderbolt a hundred and fifty dollars, and Thunderbolt gonna get his money. Better try to go and dance at the club on on this weekend. Bring your over here. You will not be dancing at that talking about sitting out front of my house. Squeaky gonna give me my one fifty. You ain't even got nothing to do with this no way. This transaction is between me and Squeaky. It ain't got nothing to do with you no way. Hey, her name is and it's got everything to do with me. You call my house with this. Talking about she owe you some money and you. I'm just about Bring your on over here. I got your money. Come get your man. I got your money right here. I'm gonna be sitting out front waiting on you. Squeaky the one asked for me to dance Saturday night. Squeaky, I told her three hundred dollars plus tips. Now I ain't gonna get no tips. But I tell you what, I am gonna get my three hundred dollars. Though I got one fifty, and I'm gonna get the other one fifty when Squeaky get home. You ain't getting it from me. You gonna get your buses from me? I got one more thing I need to say to you. Is you listening to me? Hey man, what? I'm listening. I can hear you. What? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Who? Who is this? <laughs> this is Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. God. You need to quit. Boys don't play too much. That man, y'all had me hot round this. I'm putting on boots, and man. I got on gear. I'm finna go out here and squabble. I got pipes and bats. I'm finna go out here and spot a whoop, man. You alright, man? Y'all.
wrong. I'll be glad when somebody prank your <laughs> Tommy. I'm going to get that <laughs> Y'all got me. Y'all got me. Hey, man, Real I got shit. one more thing I got to ask you, man. Whew. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> See, I feel like I could have been a stripper. You know what I'm saying? Why do you I don't. feel like that? I just feel, you know, do you ever just feel sexy? You know what I'm saying? You just oh, feel sexy. You do, like Tommy, but you're not really, you're not, you're not blessed enough to be a stripper. I'm blessed. I'm over-blessed, partner. Okay? No, no, you're not. Yes, I am. That's always been the problem. Did you used to change his diaper or something? I mean. Man. Oh, oh. laughing my ass off. <laughs> Surely be changing his diaper and be hollering laughing. I say, this boy ain't finna have no life. <laughs> this is this a future day. Boy, you ought to just stay your baby. Stop. Stop that. Stop that. No, we asked him to be uh, ignorant. Here it is. Boy, right. I, I said, I'll be down. Stop that. Oh, my God. So the baby. The baby. Yeah. I mean, the stuff you find out when you get older, what somebody did to you. Uh, you remember cold, when your man. nickname used to be T.T.? T.T. T.T., what was that? Oh, that? Yeah. Tic Tac. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy had boxes in there. You can get it. It, it, it. Shut up, Junior. You can get it at Walmart. Thank you. <laughs> Ask the people who won't even. You know what else you can get at Walmart? What? Tic Tacs. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, the strawberry letter, the subject today, my mom may be a side piece. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at 41 after the hour, our good friend Neo will be here. Yes, He's going to be our special guest. All right, Neo. Uh, we're going to have the exclusive world premiere. That's right, world premiere of his brand new song, Good Man, and wait till you hear this. We'll talk about fatherhood with Neo. We'll talk about marriage, and we'll talk about his hit show for a second season. It's called World of Dance. All right, Neo. That's going to be fun. He hasn't yes. been here for a minute. Yeah. I like me. All right, Tommy. It's time. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. Woo! This is my kind of letter. Let's go. No, it's not. Subject, my mom. My mama? My mom might be a side piece. We ain't talking about mama. No, so right. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Stephen Shirley, and oh, hey, Tommy. <laughs> That's what it says. Hey, Tommy. Okay, let's get to it. Because she want to be just like her mother. Uh, I, I don't think so, though. I, I think you'll, I think you'll uh, Speaking in the letter. find something different in this letter. My mom is 52 years old, and she's been dating this guy for 10 years. He's very good to her. He wines and dines her and spoils her with gifts and money. He also attends our family events and holiday celebrations with her. Whenever I need anything, he's been there for me. So here's my issue. He lives three hours away, and when he comes to visit my mom, he rarely stays a full weekend with her at our at her house. He has two children, but my mother has never met them. He says he is divorced, but I don't believe him. My mom has visited him many times, but she's only stayed at his condo once. He's a doctor, and he works long hours, and he's often on call on the weekends. Because of this, he insists that he stay at a closer hotel at a hotel closer to the hospital just in case he has to rush in to work. She usually talks to him when he's at his office, and he always calls from a blocked number. He rarely calls her from his cell phone. That just doesn't sound right to me. How is my mom okay with that? And why does she get upset? Why doesn't why does she get upset when I bring it up? 
My mom is a very smart woman, and she's usually a great judge of character. So, Code Cracker, please tell me how I can get through to my mom. I don't want her to waste another 10 years of her life on this man. Please help. Well, I got to tell you this, daughter. Uh, you love your mom. That's quite obvious. Uh, you want the best for your mom, just like I'm sure your mom would want the best for you as her daughter. But this is your mom's business, and you're her daughter. You know, you're going to have to stay out of your mom's business. Um, you can suggest and, and let her know how you feel, but this is your mom's issue. I mean, you know what's up. Uh, I, I think you're very insightful as a daughter. Guess what? Your mom knows what's up, too. Uh, she really does. She knows, but after being in it for 10 years, and, yeah, she's known it for quite some time, 10 years, she... She's in it, okay? She's used to it. She doesn't want to stop it. She doesn't want to leave. She doesn't want to change her life. This is a life she's come accustomed to. She's she's become accustomed to and grown into. She's comfortable with this life. As parents, yes, we set examples for our kids. We do. Your daughter, uh, you as her daughter, you're, you're seeing her actions loudly and clearly. You're wondering where her self-respect is. You're wondering how and why she signed up for this situation. Uh, yeah, it, it sounds clear. Clear that this man is married. She, your mom has never met his kids after 10 years. Uh, you know, the hotel situation where he stays, the excuse he gives her for staying at the t hotel, all of that sounds like this is a married man and your mom is a side piece. But only your mom can decide, you know, whether or not she wants to get out. All you can do is her daughter is suggested, but, you know, she's a mom. You're the daughter. You got to stay out of her business. Steve? Mm. Well, my mom may be the side piece. Well, wow. Wow. all right. Let's just get into the letter. Your mama, 52 years old. She grown. She know what's going on. She been dating a guy for 10 years. He's very good to her. He wines and dines her, spoils her with gifts and money. He also, now here's, he also attends our family events mm. and holiday celebrations with her. That is a usually a telltale sign that a man is married when you never see him at the family events right. and you never see him at the holiday celebrations. That's usually the telltale sign. But he's at these events, and I know why. Okay, he attends all the family events. I Whenever I need anything, he's been there for me. So here's my issue. He lives three hours away. When he comes to visit my mom, he rarely stays a full weekend with her at her house. He has two children, but my mother has never met them. He says he's divorced, but I don't believe him. My mom has visited him many times, but she's only stayed at his condo once. He's a doctor, he works long hours, and he's often on calls on the weekend. Because of this, he insists that he stay at a hotel closer to the hospital just in case he has to rush in to work. Good doctor. Right. Now, let's stop right here. <laughs> let's just back up a little bit. If he's so concerned with being called in to work, mm -hmm. therefore he stays at a hospital hotel closer to the hospital, why did he buy his condo so far away mm -hmm. from the hospital? Uh -oh. If that's your concern. You would have bought a house closer to the damn hospital. Right. But it's only a concern when you come to visit. And you've been to the condo once. That's because all the coast was clear. Mm -hmm. 
that one time. He lives three hours away. When he visits, he rarely stays a full weekend because he done told somebody he on call down at the hospital. That's what that is. He attends family events and holiday celebrations with her because he's a doctor. Come on, Steve. And you can say, I'm on call. Mm-hmm. Ah. I'm working over the holidays. Right. So you can make it if you a doctor. Now, somebody back at the house has had to understand this because they are the beneficiary of a wonderful lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So they putting up with it. Now, your mama is also a beneficiary <laughs> of a wonderful lifestyle, so she putting up with That's it. That's right. I want you to know that everybody know what's going on except his wife. Doctors need love too. Steve. Oh, did I say wife? Yeah, you uh-huh. did. Uh huh. Everybody know what's going on except the wife. Yeah, because mom sure, certainly knows. I hope you I'll never be need back medical. with the rest of. I hope you to never Tommy's need medical dismay. Oh, no. He's killing this man like <laughs> perfect life. We'll be back at twenty three after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in about 20 minutes, as promised, Neo, Neo will be our Neo. special guest. Neo in the building. Love but uh, let's go, Steve. Come now, on with part let two. Let me get back to this letter. Yeah. Unlike my, my nephew. Mom might be a side piece. Who is not the thankingest person I've ever met. Thinking who is insisting <laughs> that I'm killing this man's wonderful life. I, yeah. I totally disagree. I just hope you never need medical assistance. <laughs> this, <laughs> this man's life will continue just the way it is. Because the only one that has to keep going along with this is this letter writer's mama who is 52 years old who already know what's going on. And the reason she's angry with her daughter when her daughter brings it up, she gets upset because now you know what she know. And she don't want to deal with it with you. She wants to deal with this problem and situation all her own. This man has given her a lifestyle, yep. moments of happiness that she's unable to find anywhere else. And she'll never find it anywhere else because you'll never be able to meet Mr. Right while you dating Mr. Wrong. Mm. So, look, Tommy, regardless as to how you want to put this, let me try to save your marriage before you mess this I, up. I'm not, I'm not. Your stupid ass. <laughs> oh, oh. This is not about Tommy. Just yeah. shut up. It is because he... <laughs> He always want to be supportive of the cheetah. Then when one of them get busted, now he looking all crazy talking about what he did wrong. <laughs> this man right here, mm-hmm. this 52-year-old woman knows what's going on with this. Uh-huh. Ten years of dating a divorced yeah. man, and you ain't met his kids yet. Come on. In ten years. You mean at none of the holidays Can I ask you something? and none of the family reunions, Tommy family events, you, have you Steve. met this guy? What do you want? What do the cheering have to do with their relationship? That the cheering, Tommy. <laughs> the cheering is just another issue which solidifies what the daughter is thinking, <laughs> that something is wrong, yes. that you dated a man for 10 years and never met his kids, and he divorced. You would think a man who was in love with you would want to say, hey, kids, I want you all to meet this woman that I'm in love with. I'm considering having a life with her. But he ain't going to make that announcement because he can't have a life with her because he got a life with their mama. Yep. 
Now you get it, nephew? It's your stupid son. <laughs> Disgust. <laughs> no, Steve is so mad right now. <laughs> now, whenever I need anything, he's always been there for me. Yep. That's why you've let it go on so long. For 10 years. Yeah. Oh, letter writer, you got something to do with this, too. Because mm-hmm. it was good to you. Mm-hmm. Now, you done got a little bit older, and you ready to stop. But the problem is, it's easy for you to stop because you ain't in love with the doctor. But your mama is, though. The fact that he lives three away, three hours away, ain't got nothing to do with it. He say he divorced, but I don't believe him. Your mama don't know. Your mama know he ain't divorced. But your mama like what she's in. Would you stop with the breathing? He's a doctor and he worked long hours. A good doctor. (laughs) Why does she get upset when I bring it up? I told you that. My mom is a very smart woman. Not when she thinking with her heart. Only when she thinking with her head is she smart. So, Cold Cracker, please tell me how I can get this through to this my mom. You can't. Your mama in love. Your mama know this. I got news for you. Your mama actually smarter than you. <laughs> until she, you, until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's right. Ain't nothing gonna change. You ain't cracking no damn code. <laughs> All right, Steve. Listen, we gotta go. Leave well enough alone. E- email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at my girl Shirley. Please, please join me uh, today at 1:30 p.m. on Facebook uh, Live for the Strawberry Letter Live After Show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time, Steve, to introduce our girl. You know who? Cheryl Underwood. Cheryl Underwood. Oh, wait, hold on before I even say what I got to ask. What kind of doctor is it? But hold the phone. <laughs> hold the phone. Okay, first I got to shout out. Uh, Steve, we did what we said we were going to do. Uh, we working with KJLH. We bought out the theater in uh, the promenade over at Howard Hughes for the children's. That's right, Tommy, to go see Black Panther. Yes, and sir. All right. Come on, girl. Come on, Underwood. Yeah. Thank you, Juniors. And the only way you can get these tickets, you got to go through KJLH. And thank you to the Sigma Zeta Council, Los Angeles NPAC. And KJLH going to give them away as family four packs for the children to see that. Woo-hoo. Now. Give me the details. What kind of doctor is he? Is chiropractor? What kind of doctor she is he? She doesn't say, Cheryl. Oh, he's been oh, cracking yeah. her back, though. Yo, let's they, speak on it, Tommy. 10 years. Is he Dr. Love? What's happening? Because you know, <laughs> I go into a messed up relationship for a short period of time. <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is he one of them doctors where you can get some Obamacare off of him? Come on, man. Because <laughs> Obamacare. Come on, Steve. You cracked the code in all my relationships because I am the problem. Left, oh, Lord. I am the problem. I'm trying to find a man that's willing to love me, marry me, and live in his own house. Because I swear for Lord, I make you want to choke me every damn day. (laughs) (laughs) If my cornbread wasn't so good, make you want to kill me every day. I like a woman that knows she's the problem. Listen, I know I'm the problem. Tommy, 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 I will tell you to shut the blop blop up and then make you a sandwich and bring you a cold beer and walk away from you. (laughs) Steve. Like I can't stand. Do <laughs> you hear her? I, I, like I, I don't pay attention to Cheryl. Uh, <laughs> sir, sir. Stay hot. Between Cheryl and Tommy, it's a lot. <laughs> oh, oh. But wait until we get to Santa. So I'm getting my body ready, Shirley's and Carlos. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh right yes. You wearing a two-piece? Yes. What you do? Oh, I'm, shoot. I'm going to be bucket naked with your <laughs> chicken wig, baby. <laughs> Oh, they be yes. like, I believe she got some bottoms on, but I can't see them. <laughs> 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 so stupid. Uh, that is so, baby. Let's 
getting ready. I'm doing crunches. I'm drinking water. I'm taking herbs. It's happening. It's going down. It's right here. How could I be down? Junior, what you doing? What you doing, Junior? I'll be down this year. Listen, I like them young. And look, I got full power. Sure, we co workers. I don't care. Hey, I'm a contributor. I'm a contributor. I don't work for Steve Harvey all the time, so I'm going to come get it, Junior. Thank you, Cheryl. You don't know we knock on your door late at night. We will see you at Sand and Soap. Definitely. All right, coming up in about 10 minutes, Neo will be our special guest. He'll be in the building, and we will have the Steve Harvey Morning Show exclusive world premiere of his brand new song, Good Man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, as promised, uh, joining us this morning in the studio, my man, multi-talented brother, man, super uh, singer-songwriter, record producer, dancer, actor, uh, he is also the co-host of NBC's World of Dance, along with uh, Jennifer Lopez, and he's been busy working on a brand new album. Well, we're looking forward to this album, man, dropping this summer. But today we're debuting the lead single from the album right here on the show. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome family member, superstar Neo. Neo! Yeah. Yo, yo. Neo. Ah, what's up, yo? Welcome back. It's go. been a Thank minute. You. Thank you. Happy to be back. Happy <laughs> yeah. to be back. Neo, how the family, man? Family is fantastic. Uh, as, as everybody knows, we are adding to the family. Wifey is currently pregnant. We about we about five months in. Uh, let, let me let me go ahead and clear something up right quick. So so uh, not too long ago, wifey posted a picture. Oh, yeah. And everybody assumed that that was the new baby. No, that was a picture of our last uh, of SJ, which is our youngest. Okay. That was a picture. Okay. It's funny that. People be have be on their phone all the time, but nobody nobody read the caption. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. they just saw no. yeah. no, 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 so like, picture, dog. We just yeah. saw her. She was just pregnant. She yeah. had a baby that fast. That was we a little, that was a little, I mean, I was happy that everybody was so quick to jump with uh-huh. the congratulations. Thanks, thanks for that. But <laughs> slow down, y'all. Damn, slow down. <laughs> Neil, too many kids, too many kids. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But it's all good. It's all good. Everybody's so, fantastic, man. Real good. All right, man. So who all's in the family right now? Just set the record straight. All right, what you well, got? well, I I have four if we if we count uh, little man that's on the way. So Maddie Mason, SJ, and uh, we we haven't decided on a name yet for for little man. We still working on that. But yeah, this this will be four for me. And Lord willing, that's this will be this will be it. Kanye Lord Ki- willing, Lord this willing. Is Kanye and Kim named too. their baby Chicago. Just throwing that out there. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, this one won't be called Los Angeles. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm going to go there. I don't think I'm going to go there. He was born in Vegas. Are you born in Vegas? I was, yeah, but see, I love my kids, so I don't want to do nothing. I, I can't do them like that. I can't call my child Vegas. <laughs> if you name your baby Vegas, Nevada. Steve will be the godchild. Yes. The godfather. This baby keep gambling. Everybody just assume I have a gambling issue. That's why you know that's why I named his baby Vegas. Gambled all his money away. You know that's why. Right. Because right. yeah. I owe him so damn much. <laughs> hey man, let's talk about this new album, man. This album is called Good Man. It's yes. gonna be released uh this summer. Yes. Now the title track, Good Man, uh it's gonna debut today right here. On the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tell us about the new music, man. Well, uh, all right. So to be completely transparent, I am 38 years old. I am a grown-ass man at this point, and my priorities have <laughs> yeah. absolutely changed. <laughs> yeah. um, you, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Going to the club and all of that is cool in, in, in doses, but now it's in doses, you know, because I, I went the other night, and I'm in there like, what, what was fun about this thing, y'all? <laughs> Do any, can, can somebody remind me what's fun about <laughs> yeah. sitting around watching people watch you? Yeah. Oh, bottles. Okay, cool. And then, <laughs> do the little show, you do the shoulder dance. Yeah. Like, All right, let's go home. Let's go home. I'm, I'm done. 
So so now I'm I'm in a, I'm in another place, man. And and uh now for me it's about being a good father to my kids, being a good husband to my wife, and just trying to be a good person to the world, man. Like I feel like I feel like we need that right now. I feel like very much in the realm of what I was trying to do with Year of the Gentleman, uh us as men, we've forgotten a little bit how to treat these ladies once again. So I'm trying to on, trying Neo. to trying to lead by example right, yet again. Like now let me let me let me clear something up because a lot of people will say something like, Well how you gonna call yourself a good man? What what makes you so what makes you so perfect? It's not that I'm perfect. I am not perfect. I have made my mistakes. Right. I have owned up to my mistakes. That's but right. a good man learns from his mistakes and doesn't make those mistakes again. That's Come what on. it is to be a good man. Yeah. So that's right. Again, yeah. trying to lead by example. So this first single uh, this this song came from the first conversation that me and my now wife ever had on our first date. Uh, I told her right then I was like, "Listen, I know that it's common for everybody to come to come forward with their representative, but I don't want that. I want you to give me all the ugly. I want you to give me all the grit right now. Everything about you that you feel like could be a deal breaker. I want you to lay it all out right now, and I'm gonna do the same thing. So we both did that, and uh, this song is basically basically the list of things that she told me was a no go in a relationship on, in reverse. That's that's oh, pretty much what the lyrics of this song. Meeting is what this was. Fuck something like that. Something like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't wow. lay out all of mine. Here we no, go. No, no, that no. meeting would be forever. Yeah. No, I had I had to withhold some information. She would have walked was, away. It was not no, a. No. It was not the most comfortable conversation I've ever had. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. But but it it helped because at the end of the day, you know, once once all the the oh I love his dirty draws. Once that wears off, and now you just got him. Yeah. You know, I, I put it all out there up front, so it wasn't no surprises. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, you are a little bit of a slob. Okay, yeah, you did tell me that. <laughs> all right, well, I, I, well, I guess I got to deal with it since you since you was honest about it. But. That's that's a great place to be in. I think that a lot of coming from you at 38 years old, I think it's important for other men to hear this. A man, you know, that's professing his love for his girl, trying to be the best father and husband that he can. Because that's like, it's so not the message that's put out there oh, in no. so much of the music today. It's the other thing. You know, I'm a player for life, player till I die. You know, uh, I got three girls. I do threesomes. And all that's, huh? I, I guess all Fine. that's good if you're 20. But yeah. at, at 38, it's time to <laughs> yeah. start coming on in. You know, it's exactly. like, you know, Neil, I what? said this one time. <laughs> have you ever seen, have you ever looked and seen an old horse? Out in the field. Now the young stallions behind him, up on they real, they out there prouncing. But an old horse that's in the field, he don't look good. Mm -mm. That's cause he need to come on into the barn. Exactly. Mm. It's nice in the barn. You can't stay in the field. It's warm in the barn. Yes, the hay on. is right there. You ain't got to come on, man. Come what on, you, man. Go on in the barn, bro. Sorry, you ain't got nothing to prove no more. <laughs> hey, bro. So bro. in this segment, we've talked about threesomes and horses in the barn. Okay. Yeah, because he kind of yeah. skipped over that threesome. <laughs> he just dropped it out there. Like Quickly. <laughs> Did you hear Tommy Neil? Did you yeah. Welcome horses home, Neil. As, as, time, as time progresses, you realize that that whole threesome thing is just a whole lot of work. <laughs> Oh, oh, it is. has a story. It is. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but if you're up for the work, hey, I hey, mean, y'all sticking around. Hey, hey, y'all stick around. We got the lead single coming up, uh, Good Man. Yeah. And we got more with Neo right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, here we are with our special guest, family member. It's been a minute since he's been on the show. Yeah. We're so happy to have him back. Neo, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Album hey, coming out. So, yes. so listen, man, the album coming out this summer mm -hmm. is a good man. We got a special 
early release of it right now. We want to play it. So why don't you set it up? We're going to play it, and then we're going to talk about it. The All right. Single. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Neo, and this is my brand new joint, Good Man. I hope y'all enjoy it. Check it out.
Fire. Yes. Fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Neo when I grow up. <laughs> you're good, man. You're good, man. Yeah. The words. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh oh. Thank Here you go, Neo. You, Here, Here come the collab. Uh huh. <laughs> the remix. All right. I right. want to be a good man, good man, <laughs> man to you, baby. <laughs> I do everything with my left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's the left. Yeah, yeah, I do everything with my left. Uh-huh. I know you see yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So you can see this ring on you his see hand. see it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. This in your face. Yeah. That's Thanks. when I Straight said, up. okay, this boy done wrote a song now. I do everything with my left. Mm-hmm. Here it is. I've been left-handed. I was, I was supposed to be this a long time ago. I've been left-handed. <laughs> I'm yeah. where I'm supposed yeah. to be. Good song, man, though. I love Thank the you. way you. Mm-hmm. Really good. I love the way you wrote the song, man, because you just don't hear that. Mm-hmm. You know, men talking about just being a good man. I want to take care of you, do the things I'm supposed to do. I don't want to, I don't want to shame you and bash you nowhere. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's man, that's man, a that fire cool. song. Tell the whole considering truth. Considering what's going on right now with, with this one got caught up with this sexual harassment and this and that, I, I felt like it was time. I felt like yeah. I felt like I'm I'm right in the right place with this one. Bring like it back. Just, mm-hmm. just, you know, let it be known. that it, it, We all, all of us ain't messed up, ladies. Not all of us. <laughs> No, <laughs> this is a few of us That's out true, there. That's true, Neil. It's not all of us. It's not all of us. You know, I'm, like, I'm a good man, Neil. It's a cool I'm handful of us out there man. trying to do it right. You know. Right. Uh-huh. And, right. And you know, sometimes, look, man, when you're a younger man, you make mistakes. Yeah. You know, you but learn. but men get it right all the time. Like I, I've often said, and I said this on the show the other day, all men can change, all men will change, but there's only one woman that we're gonna change for. It's mm-hmm. just one. Everybody else here it is. You know, you just get what it is. But you you when you meet the right one, then you come up with a song like this. That's very real. I'm just trying to be a good man cuz you it. Real. And the album itself is kind of the cuz cuz I don't want I don't want people to feel like again that I'm I'm trying to say I'm better than anybody else, holier than thou, perfect or anything like that because Lord knows I ain't. So the the album is kind of the journey of a good man, cause no no man is born a good man. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta you know you gotta go through some things. You gotta you know some some hearts gotta get broken. You gotta get your heart broken a few times man, in order to get to that place. You know, so I feel like I'm here now, and yeah, album comes out this summer. Hey y'all, stick around. We got more with Neo right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back with our special guest, Neo, this morning. Ooh, the good man. having a great time. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. Yes, hey, indeed. Neo, uh, hey, man, let's talk about NBC's World of Dance, because you host that with Jennifer Lopez. Season two yes. is coming up. Yes. It returns this summer. What can we expect from the new season? Uh, well, if you loved season one, you're going to absolutely love yes. season two. We basically took everything that was right with season one and mm-hmm. just upgraded it. So it's just the talent is off the charts. Of course, I'm a judge. Jennifer Lopez is a judge. Derek Huff mm-hmm. is a judge. Uh, Jenna Dewan Tatum hosts the show, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, man, it's it's the biggest and best dance competition TV show on the planet. Uh, only the Good. best of the best get to touch that stage, and and you know for the viewing pleasure of, of everybody, just get to check it out. So it's it's gonna be fantastic. Make sure you check for it. I think we coming in May. Yeah, I think May is, is when okay. the second okay. season comes. Yeah. Okay. Excited about yeah. it. Excited Definitely about it. I'm sorry. Shirley, you had something that was bothering you. Uh-oh. Well, it's not bothering me, Steve, but I, I will say this, Neo. You are the the star of the 2018 Lincoln Navigator commercial. Yes, yes. So here's my question. This is the one Steve says that's bothering me. So are you going to be bringing the sexy, like we all love the Matthew McConaughey mm. commercial. He's so mm. cool with it and everything. So, um, are you gonna be bringing the sexy? Uh, well, I mean, I try to, I try to sprinkle a little sexy on everything uh-huh. I do, just at least, just a little bit. Yeah. You know? 
you know, a, 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 just an, enough sexy to, so that everybody involved can can get involved. You know what I'm talking uh-huh. about? Mm-hmm. You know, so you ain't, oh, okay, you ain't got to you ain't got to like t- so you ain't got to send the kids away when it's Neo. It's uh-huh. all right, it's all right. You know, while Family at the same friendly. time, while at the same time, you as a grown woman can appreciate what's going on. That's that's why where I try to leave it at. So this commercial will be no exception. It shows it shows kind of shows both parts of my life. It shows Neo the entertainer and then Neo, you know, the the husband, the father. You know, and just how how Lincoln Navigator can be a part of all of that. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm sexy just like that. I'm that same sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Has yeah. anybody Man. ever asked you that, Tommy? Come on. That question that she just asked Neil. Was I gonna bring that? the sexy like Matthew McConaughey? Hell anybody. yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> like Matthew McConaughey, that level. I Talk get that all chain, the time, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Matt McGregor. Right. Walking, walking your truth, brother. It's all right. Thank no. you. Yeah. Thank you. He's been that? lying to himself for a long yeah. time. Yeah. He ain't telling the truth. <laughs> but out of all the things you do, Neo, I mean, you're doing so much. What's the most fun for you? You know what? The, I don't think anything will ever trump the music. It's always mm-hmm. going to be music music first for me. I mean, I love World of Dance. I love, you know, uh, NBC treat me real good over there. Um, um, but I'm also I'm also doing some more some some uh, some more acting and whatnot. So the yeah. YouTube Red YouTube is basically Red. YouTube's version of Netflix, and uh, they just released a series. Uh, it's called Step Up High Water. They basically mm-hmm. took the you know the Step Up films, the dance films, mm-hmm. turned them mm-hmm. into a series. Uh, uh, the, the story is about this cat. His name is my, my character's name is Sage Odom. Uh, he's an older artist, you know, the, sold millions of records, toured the world and all of that. Goes back to Atlanta where he's from and builds a performing arts high school. And it's about the kids in the high school oh, and just wow. the drama that ensues. So that's that's out on YouTube Red right now. Uh, if you go to YouTube, you get the first four episodes for free. And then the other six, you got you to gotta subscribe to YouTube Red to get. But uh, I guarantee it's definitely something that you should check out. You know, I'm trying to acting thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I want to get to I want to get to that behind the scenes thing. I want to I want to get to directing and, and writing scripts and stuff like that. I'm, I'm in the process of learning how to properly do that before I get out there and embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're doing it. Hey, man, listen, congratulations on everything, yes. brother. Thank you, man. Much continued success. Mm-hmm. Say hello to the yeah. family for us. Absolutely. And the new album, Good Man, everybody, uh, releases this summer. We're going to be looking for it. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, Neo. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the love. Yeah. All right, y'all, so we'll be back. We got more of this hot show right after this, and we'll be back with (laughs) sexy-ass Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Listen, we have an exciting trip planned for this year. Tell them about it. Folks. Let's go. Get your mind right. Steve Harvey done pulled it off. What's that? I heard y'all last year saying and sold what you wanted, how you felt about it. Everybody had a great time. But I said, okay, cool. This on this trip, leave your wallets at the house. Because everything is all inclusive this year. Woo! The Sand and Soul Festival weekend, uh, it is August 30th. Through September 3rd this year, that's uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, We got 17 events, five days, four nights. We got to have an incredible time, y'all. The resort we're doing it at is at the Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Punta Cana. But guess what? What? We just added, because there are only 100 rooms left. Yeah, they're going 100. Only 100 rooms left. So we have added a new hotel. Right next door, the Ryu Republica Resort. It is a dope resort right next door to Hard Rock. 
It's the Ryu Republica Resort. You can go look it up online. It is fly. But here's the deal. If you stay there, if you stay there, you yeah. still get to attend all the events. Yes. Nice. You still get to participate as long as you had a badge on with the uh, amenities of the hotel and everything. The Ryu is an amazing resort. It's an all-inclusive food and liquor, and all Sand and Soul guests will have access to the Hard Rock Resort for all of the nightly theme parties, concerts, Showtime at the Apollo, and of course, the comedy show. All-inclusive food, alcohol, 24-hour room service. Leave your wallet at home. We got 100 rooms left at the Hard Rock Resort Casino, y'all. And I just added 200 more rooms at the Ryu Republica right next door. I'm keeping it fly now. I'm not going to be messing with y'all this year. Also, not listed on here, Mm -hmm. I am planning the ballerest cigar lounge you've ever been involved with at a resort. <laughs> it could go down. It's about to pop off. Now listen to me. For more information and reserve your rooms, carry up, y'all, because we only got 100 rooms left at the Hard Rock. And I just added 200 more right next door at the Ryu Republica Hotel. Look, all this is ball and mess. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com. Listen to me, y'all. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com. You don't have to pay for the whole thing right away. You can just put some money down on it. We got a payment plan and everything. Go ahead, y'all. Don't miss out on this great event. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com. Here's a phone number you can call if you want to talk to somebody. 800, get your pen out. 684-2825. You listening to me? 1-800-684-2825. One more time. 1-800-684-2825. It's all popping off. What you going to do? Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com or call us at 1-800-684-2825. 1-800-684-2825. Sand and Soul going to be flame. Sand and Soul. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are at the final break of the day with just one more thing. Steve's closing remarks. What do you have for us say? Uh, what do you have for us today, sir? Today, I thought I'd talk to you about something with a with a little bit different angle to it. It's going to be positive, but I want to talk to you about something that many people consider negative. I want to talk to you today about disappointment. Because I think that we all have to grapple with disappointment from time to time. Uh, The problem with disappointment is that disappointment also, if you don't understand it, disappointment can turn so ugly so fast. Too many people allow disappointment to turn into resentment. Too many people allow disappointment to turn into a a, a final uh, verdict, so to speak. In other words, you know, so many people think that this disappointment uh, for them symbolizes the end. When you allow for disappointment to turn into resentment and you allow disappointment to 
turn into the final verdict, you're losing what disappointment actually can become for you. And I want you all to start looking at disappointment as motivation. How many times have you been faced with something that was disappointing? Let's say you go in to get a job and you're on your last interview. And I have been in this position, man. I was trying to get an insurance job one time years ago. And I went in and I had gotten gone through about three or four interviews. I was at my final interview. And I said, man, I'm about to get this job, man. Get my little family together. I'll be all right. And got to that interview and they told me no. And the reason they gave me for not hiring me was I had moved too many times over the past seven years. And that represented to their company a sign of unstableness. That disappointment for me was gut-wrenching. I actually got in my car, my little 72 Chevy, and I was driving off, man. And, and tears was in my eyes when I got up on the freeway and I drove back and I looked back over at that big building with that big powerful name on it. And I had gone through four interviews and I and all of a sudden I was so disappointed and not got getting hired. But you know what I learned to do though? From that moment on, I turned all my disappointment into motivation. I said, okay, now this might not be right for everybody, but I use it as a challenge. I use all my disappointments as, okay, I'll show you. I use them all as motivation. From the time my teacher told me that you ain't going to never be nothing, that there's no way they'll put somebody like you on TV because you have a stuttering problem and you can't even talk. I said, okay. But who are you who is issuing out this disappointment? Because you're not going to make me resent you. And you're not going to cause me to think that you're denying me this opportunity. Or you handing me this bad news of disappointment. I'm not going to allow you to be my final verdict. You will not be the truth teller in my life. You are not going to be the person who is the author of my destiny. You are not it. That belongs to God, not you. And I will not give that to anyone. So when you're facing disappointment, do not hand that disappointment over to the person who gave it to you in the form of empowerment. Do not allow them to, to, to control your destiny with this one piece of disappointment that causes you to go into such resentment that you become bitter. That all of a sudden now, all you think about is that. And you, be getting, you develop this nasty attitude. You don't have to do that. And you also don't have to let them become the final verdict. They are not the author of your destiny. They are not the author of your future. They are not. That belongs to God and only God. Don't let them trip you up. And I'm saying this because I've had many, many, many disappointments. You ain't this, you ain't that. I've had shows canceled, gigs taken. I've been fired from radio. I've been all of that. Oh, I've had some disappointing setbacks. But let me tell you something I've learned to do. I've learned to take all those setbacks and use them as motivation. And I just quietly say to myself, you ain't my God. You ain't the author of my destiny. You didn't create me. You don't know me. 
you you have no say so in the real outcome of who I'm going to be and what I'm going to turn myself into. It's not you. And I'll not give you the power to do that to me. You who think you have the power by telling me no, by turning me down, by refusing me, by voting against me, by saying that I'm not the right one for the part. They're saying that your company don't need a person like me. By telling me that I represent an unstable person. By telling me that I don't have what it takes. No, 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 no. It's just because you don't know. Because you don't know what God really has for me. And that ain't your fault. So why bear resentment for these people who are causing this disappointment in your life? You don't have to do that because they are not the author of your destiny. And don't you dare give them that. You take that disappointment and you use it as the motivation. I feel sorry for people who tell me no, because you know what I know? I know they just don't know what God has for me. Keep the right attitude, y'all. God got something for you through all your disappointment. Y'all have a great weekend, okay? For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.